Hey, this is John Lee Dumas with Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Veteran on the Move with Joe Crane, your pathfinder to freedom. You must be prepared to ignite. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. Make a plan to do away with high-interest credit card debt by transferring your balance to a Navy Federal credit card. With a low intro APR and no balance transfer fees, you can pick the right card to help you save more. Check out NavyFederal.org for more information. All right, talking with Army veteran coach Craig Mulligan with Soldiers to Sidelines. So, Craig, um, you got you got an interesting story we were talking about before um, before we started here. I want I, I do want to take us back and tell us what you did in the Army. Okay, so I served in the infantry uh, in the Army. I was part of Sykes Regulars out of Fort Lewis, and uh, we redeployed. 06, 07 tour, uh, everywhere from Mosul to Baghdad, Taji area, and then down to Bakuba uh, towards the end of, of 07. Um, I really feel it, was, it grew up fast. You know, I think anybody that's deployed could <clears throat> probably apply that, you know, especially you know, the young age I was right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it did an extended tour. It was actually stop lost for a second one, manifested five times, and stars just aligned. And I, each time there was a different reason why I didn't go. Mm-hmm. I ended up uh, staying on rear D for probably six, eight months before they finally looked at me and said, hey, you know, you can re-enlist to PCS somewhere else or, you know, maybe you think about transitioning out. And that's kind of the first time that I, I really thought about, you know, something after the military and, I really didn't take it by the horns like I wished I would have. Um, I didn't didn't know enough, didn't seek enough uh, really resources out there to educate myself about the difficulties of transitioning. And mm-hmm. So if I could rewind, and my advice to younger vets that may be getting out soon is to really, you know, take your notes and then do your due diligence. You, know, you only get to transition once, you know, if you're lucky, <laughs> and make sure you get it right because <laughs> the rest of your life isn't going to wait. Yeah, so so where did you land when you first transitioned out? So when I when I first transitioned out, I you know I jumped into the guard oh. and take care of my inactive time, and mm-hmm. I, I stuck around Fort Lewis for for a while. Right. Um, when I was deployed overseas, football was something that was really important to my sanity, my balance, mm-hmm. and uh, I knew that when I you know was able to and I had the time, I wanted to invest myself into that. And just, you know, see what else was out there other than, you know, wearing the uniform, you mm-hmm. know, for my country. Started out playing Juco football. Um, that led into me playing for another team called the Puyallup Kings, which is a, a semi-pro team, you know, out in the Pierce County area. Huh. And uh, <clears throat> those are interesting as they operate in nonprofits in their own right. Um, and it, it kind of gave me a, a good look at, what it meant to build the team from the ground up and, mm-hmm. you know, the mistakes and the successes that come with that. And I found that to be pretty educational. I appreciated my time there. Um, yeah. Wasn't good enough, got cut. And uh, that's really how I got started coaching. Yeah. 
And what was what were some of the ways you broke into the coaching arena in the beginning? You know, a lot of uh, a lot of it was who you knew. Um, my my very first coaching gig I ended up getting because I used to play for the head coach, and mm. you know he was familiar with me, respected me, wanted me to jump on board. And as I kind of grew into my own coaching profession and my, that industry of itself, I, I got linked up with an organization called Soldiers of Sidelines, um, and they have been phenomenally instrumental in a lot of how I coach and how I identify myself as a coach, uh, in particular being from the military. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, a definite niche that they've got nailed down. Yeah. And so, so what exactly, what, I mean, from the name soldiers to sidelines probably pretty much spells it out. They're, they're looking to get military guys into uh, youth ath- athletic coaching positions. So, um, you know, what is it exactly they're doing and how are they going about it? So what they want to be able to do is, is take, take the soldier, take the, the young man that has been through the military that has been developed professionally, culturally, um, you know, with everything A to Z and we talk about our army values, you know, the soldier's creed, he just has that culture in his bones. Mm-hmm. They want to take that young man, and say, hey, how can you give this to the world? How can you bring, you know, the the standard that you have learned to ad- adhere to yourself? How do you inspire other people to want to take charge of their own lives in that way? And that's the big takeaway from Soldiers to Sidelines. When I went to the seminar, they, they focused very heavily on what they call the high human skills, the the art of leadership, the art of inspiration. Mm-hmm. And they, they really bring that aspect to the forefront of our soldier coaches and they do it phenomenally well. I was definitely inspired. I loved it. So, it, so it's a fairly ro- uh, robust organization where if you mentioned um, getting into coaching initially was a lot about who you know and a lot of guys getting out of the military, depending on where they're living when they get out of the military, if they're not in their hometown or if they don't go back to their hometown, they they probably don't have any kind of a network in the coaching um, school youth athletic program. So they have to start with a network or start making connections and that kind of thing to get into coaching. So um, does a soldier sidelines, do they – do they assist with putting you into coaching positions um, or are they mostly there to train you and transition you into the, into the coaching coaching field? What I, what I've found in my experience is that it's both. Um, They, they don't just, you know, bring you in for a seminar, give you a certificate and, you know, a letter of reference. I've had uh, Del Smith from soldiers to sidelines, he actually, you know, sent out an email uh, for me mm-hmm. um, to Pacific Lutheran University and uh, talked to them about me as, as a means of introduction. And, and he kind of explained to them, you know, my story. He, he basically did everything for me. All I had to do was show up and show what an awesome coach I could be and, mm-hmm. and be what Soldiers of Sidelines taught me how to do. 
So they really try to take care of the soldier as they transition from the military into coaching. And then they also help with placement. Uh, they bring in a vast network. I, I think that uh, our seminar that I was able to attend was actually held at the New York Jets training facility. Mm. Um, during their salute to service weekend when they were playing against the New York Jets. So oh. I got to sit into the film room of the New York Jets, listen to their coaches. I got to be on the practice field and the facilities learning from NFL coaches. And it was mind blowing, you know, to really see how deep the ocean was. Um, I, I think that the unspoken part of Soldiers of Sidelines program and, and their mission is creating, you know, opportunity and accessibility to coach and not just a coach, but also to coach at a high level. Um, I, I definitely think that should not be understated. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a, a great concept where, you, you know, how did you, how did you soldiers to silence necessarily didn't recruit you, but how did you run into them and hear about their program and um, how are they reaching out to veterans that are interested in, in the coaching field to possibly get them to go through I don't know if you call it a training program or an immersion, um, immersion training, and th and then being able to utilize their network to find initial coaching jobs. It's it's really hard for me to to speak on their internal processes. I, you know, I'm not in the room with the guys, but uh, from from my perspective, what I've been seeing them do is they've been bringing in some industry experts when it comes to marketing, strength training. Uh, professional development. They actually brought in a couple, uh, two, three-star generals that I served under um, at, um, as part of their board. And, mm -hmm. you know, they, they brought in a lot of chiefs with specialties to really kind of, you know, take this boat down the river for us, so to speak. And and what, I, what I've seen them be able to do is – is really awesome. And not just my own story, but for the other veterans that I went to the seminar with, um, I know they have some big plans coming up. Uh, the seminars that I mentioned, the weekly seminars that they do, uh, that's in place to kind of create more awareness and to, to fill a need, um, that a lot of the, a lot of new coaches might have. And, and that's really just information, education, mm -hmm. X's and O's, you know, you know, when it's applicable, but, I feel like Harrison's really turned uh, COVID into a, a positive as much as he could, and I, I feel like they're getting a lot of a lot of good marketing right now with their seminars alone. And I'm really excited to see what they're going to do for it in the future. Yeah. All right. We'll hold that thought. We're going to be right back. Take a quick break. Carrying a credit card balance after the holidays? Trust me, we've all been there. Let Navy Federal Credit Union help you rebalance your priorities in 2021 with their balance transfer offer. You'll save more with a low intro APR when you transfer your balance from another lender to a Navy Federal Credit Card. Plus, with no balance transfer fees, you can choose the card that best fits your lifestyle and be on your way to doing away with high interest credit card debt. You can even manage your balance transfer safely and securely through the Navy Federal mobile app or online. 2020 came with a lot of unpredictability. And if you're looking to save more and take back control in the new year, Transferring your balance to a Navy Federal credit card is a great first step. Check out NavyFederal.org for more information and to apply. 599 to 18% variable APRs based on product types and credit worthiness. Up to $1 cash advance transaction fees at non-Navy Federal ATMs. Messages and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more info. 
Navy Federal is federally insured by NCUA. All right, back talking with Army veteran coach Craig Mulligan uh, with Soldiers to Sidelines. So, Craig, uh, you mentioned uh, high human skills, and oftentimes on the podcast in reference to transition and veterans in going into the civilian sector, we talk about veterans are really have really good soft skills uh, versus hard skills like those, you know, the college degree, the MBA, the the Six Sigma, the certifications, all that stuff. The soft skills are are you know, they're not as tangible. They're not as, they don't translate onto a resume. Oftentimes it's mostly things like leadership and all those great things we learned over the years in the military. So talk to me, um, the term you used high human skills, probably another variation or term for soft skills. So talk to me about the high human skills. So high human skills is a phrase that I, I picked up from Harrison when I went through the seminar with them, uh, with soldiers of sidelines. And it's the phrase they use. I, I believe it, it grounds the, the skills more around the human interaction than it does, you know, result consequence kind of perspective that a lot of people have when it comes to, okay, should I say this? Should I not say this? It's less about whether or not something should be said, and it's more about how you say it, the words that you use, and what kind of impact are you trying to, to leave on somebody. So when we, when we consider that in our, in our personal interaction, you know, soldiers and sidelines, we, we call that high human skills. The, the art of inspiring somebody to be and do what they want to do because they want to do it. Mm-hmm. That's how we choose to work at it as coaches. Um, so the, the ability to, to leverage, you know, military skills into kids is super important because they're in these, these transformational ages of their lives, whether it's, you know, adolescents, prepubescents, or even younger, if you're a youth football coach, Mm -hmm. being able to, to model and exemplify, you know, the values that we believe are conducive to good culture, good team, you know, atmosphere. It's on us, just like it was when, you know, we were ranking NCO or commanding officer. Yeah. So um, you mentioned that there is a, a seminar coming up, Soldiers to Sideline Seminar, another one coming up at the New York Jets training facility. Um, first of all, when is that? And um, how would somebody go about getting signed up for it if they're interested? And then I want you to talk about what takes place during a, during one of the seminars. So as far as the exact date, I, I'd have to check the website again. But any veterans that are interested, soldiers to sidelines.org. Right. Again, that's soldiers to sidelines.org. Mm-hmm. They can go to that website. It'll be listed on the pull-down tab on their events portion. You can get registered for the event. Find out a lot about the event right there on the website. Um, so kind of a breakdown for the seminar. I was really surprised. I was expecting, you know, heavy doses of X's and O's and you do get that, but Mm -hmm. you really do get that. It's mind blowing the amount of knowledge, you know, it's in those coaches rooms, but the most important aspect, they spend the first day and a half really on defining what inspiration is, defining what culture is, how the coach and the player create this constant dynamic that continually influences each other throughout the course of the season and how do we maintain that dynamic always trending towards the positive regardless of circumstances Mm -hmm. 
that's really what yeah. soldiers sidelines mission is about. And then they qualify the skills later and it's, it's really awesome. And most of the seminars, is it typically like in a classroom environment or are you out there on the field? Um, is it more organized, yeah. organized speakers? So they bring in some organized speakers. They bring in speakers from the military. I think when I was going through the New York Jets facility for their seminar last year, we had the uh, interim head coach from Rutgers come and break down uh, kind of his, his QB read uh, system that they were using for the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, he also brought in uh, Greg Williams, who is the defensive coordinator for the Jets that year, uh, in to speak with us. Uh, his son, the D-line coach, we got to learn a lot about you know, zero-point contact line technique and how they, they transition the biomechanics of of shin ankles into power into the offensive lineman. It was humbling to see just how in-depth and scientific their approach was, you know, and we, we get that a lot when we think of coaching. Mm-hmm. And Soldiers of Sidelines is, you know, through the New York Jets was emphasizing, yeah, X's and O's, knowing all this knowledge is great, but can you teach? And can you can you create this motivation within the team to keep learning mm-hmm. regardless of outcome? I think they did a good job, you know, showing the juxtaposition between the two sides of coaching, making sure that everyone that goes to the seminar knows that, you know, much like the military, you know, there's a lot of pride. There's a, a strong sense of, of brotherhood and, and family. Um, but that also, you know, there's a, it's a way of life. It's a calling. It's not a nine to five. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the definite truth of the matter. Now, were most of the other guys going through the seminar with you, were they all military? Every single one was military. Uh-huh. Um, I actually asked, you know, if my, my wife could attend. And he said, well, if she has a DD-214, she can come into the room with us. But if not, <laughs> she's got to go find something fun to do. <laughs> so, That's awesome. So, um, and then from some of the other guys you know that are in, have gone through the Soldiers to Sidelines program, um, what's been their experience as far as like, I want to say necessarily job placement, but coaching opportunity placement, um, around the country. Uh, it sounds like they've got a fairly decent network of people, uh, to plug their folks into. And it sounds like they've got a pretty good reputation already where they can get in some of those doors that you as an individual who's trying to promote your coaching skills may not be able to get into on your own. You know, my, my experience has really been extraordinary. When I told Soldiers of Sidelines that I was, you know, moving from the Seattle area down back home to California, which is like a thousand mile move, one of the first things they asked me was, you got everything you need and do we need to call anybody to make sure that you can coach when you get down there? Awesome. Um, so ensuring that their alumni, their soldier coaches are gainfully employed through the duration of their career is definitely a priority. That's been my experience. I've talked to a few of the guys that have been around, you know, a few years longer than me. Mm-hmm. That was 100% their experience as well. Um, what you see is what you get. I know sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's not always the case, but with soldiers to sidelines, that has always been the case with me. I think that they are definitely a company worth keeping an eye on. Yeah. Do you keep in touch with, with uh, some of the other guys you went through the seminar with? Yeah, you know, we have a Facebook group um, that we all 
are a part of. It's the uh, Soldiers of Sidelines Alumni Group, mm-hmm. and uh, we you know we share news articles, job openings. We we share a lot of material with each other on there when we have time. We're all busy, careers, family, you know. So guys post when they can. It's nice to have that community, especially you know for me if I have career questions and I don't feel comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. going to somebody that I don't know as well. I have a veteran community that's in my exact same industry. Yeah, it's bringing another barrel to the fight, and I always appreciate that. Yeah, you know the, I mean, if you haven't experienced it before, you might not realize how powerful of an organization that is because they've already got the network and connections pretty much across the country, and and coaching jobs. And if they don't know somebody, they probably know someone who does. Um, like you said, even like, Hey, I'm moving back down to Southern California and yeah, they already know people there. Um, at least, at least something to get you your foot in the door and and to get, to get started on an initial coaching job if you end up relocating like that. So, um, that, that's a, that's almost indispensable. I mean, there's a lot of other careers and fields you can be in and there's not really something like that that exists where, you know, if you're, if you're an accountant or let's, for example, and now, you know, you're relocating, there's not like an accounting organization that will help plug you, in, plug you into a job when you get no. to your new town. So, and that's not, networked not that in the I same way. It, no. Yeah. Um, so um, now most of the folks that are involved in, in running the program, are they, are they all ex-military? Is it a combination of, of military and coaches? You know, I, I see a lot of former military uh, entering and becoming a part of this organization at an increasing rate. Um, I know that's really what Harrison wants. He's expressed that not only in what he embodies, but also in how he has, you know, guided soldiers of sidelines uh, along its course. Uh, he He's definitely committed to incorporating, you know, military aspects into his organization and former personnel. He loves it. And mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit about how well received veterans who have gone through the seminar and veterans that are presenting themselves as, as uh, soldiers that got out and they're ready to start coaching? How are they re- being received through this program on the civilian side where oftentimes you may have a high school or a college uh, coaching team that none of them are veterans that are there right now. And you, the veteran may be the only veteran showing up. It's different. <laughs> it's definitely different. You know, and uh, the places that I've coached, you know, PLU, especially I was the new kid on the block, but I had the old man mentality, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> from, <laughs> you know, from the military. So plenty of experience being the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's a little off-putting I think because they didn't quite know you know which coach Craig they were going to get the, the young motivated energetic rallying cry coach Craig or you know just the quiet taking notes in the back coach Craig and it was fun it is definitely one thing that military definitely prepared me for was becoming a subject matter expert in something very quickly mm-hmm. when previously maybe I did not have a lot of experience with it. Yeah. And in football, that is a key skill set. I think with a lot of sports that, you know, have multi-layered 
tactical decision-making processes. That's a key aspect, mm-hmm. being able to adapt and being able to adjust. And I think that that is what soldiers to sidelines is really building its brand on. And in fact, they're banking on it. Can these soldiers adapt and adjust to civilian life by keeping the core critical skill sets they've learned and adapting those to a new environment? Yeah. And so, so aside from the seminars, what else is soldiers to sidelines doing? I noticed on the website, I think there may have been a blog and even a podcast. What, what are some of the other things they're doing for ongoing training and to further the program along? They actually have a development program um, that you can enroll in and be a part in, uh, part of, I'm sorry, after the seminar is over. And what mm-hmm. they do is they teach you the more nuanced skill sets that a lot of new coaches and a lot of high school coaches I haven't really even seen do. And I'm talking, you know, they call it a padding game film where you go through an entire football game and you have a play card for, you know, every play for the whole game. And the play card's detailed. It's like a range card you know, when when you're shooting at the range, but we do it every single play. And then we build our data, our game plan, and and a lot of what we account for and adjust for based on that. It's our intel. The the parallels from military and and football are crazy similar. Um, Mm -hmm. And I I really feel the development program is an extension of that. Yeah. This is the process. This is the workup. This is everything you do in training before you actually get to play with the big boys. And, yeah. you know, I found with our workup to uh, deployment, it was much the same way. Yeah. And so if somebody's interested in getting involved in coaching when they get out of the military, um, the soldier to side, soldiers to sidelines.org website, can they just go on there and put their name in or try to contact through there and, and that's where they can get started and try to get in one of the seminars to begin with? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, they go straight to the website. There's a pull-down menu. They should see, like, the mission, about, contact us, right? Then there's also events. Mm-hmm. Now, they click on the events. It'll take them to seminars that are coming up. And I'd like everyone to know that it's not just football. They give seminars for lacrosse. They give seminars for basketball, for volleyball, for strength mm-hmm. training. So I really feel that, you know, Harrison's a football guy. He played in the NFL that was kind of their foothold into athletics and coaching. And now they're just really expanding and I'm excited. So you go to the website, go to events, get registered, see what it's about. Um, I don't think that there's a coach out there that'll walk away disappointed. Awesome. Well, Hey, um, appreciate you sharing your story. I do want to give you the last word. We're about out of time. Um, if you're talking to somebody that's about to get out, or they're already in the midst of their transition, not really sure what they're looking to do, trying to find that next sense of purpose, what kind of advice would you have for them? If you don't use the resources given to you during your ACAT process when you're getting out, find some time, go to your local VFW, your local American Legion, and go there and just say, hey, can you guys point me in the right direction? There, there are too many organizations out there for other veterans to make some of the same early mistakes that I made when mm-hmm. I was first getting out. Get connected, ask the right questions, and make educated decisions. Outstanding. And, you know, now that you mentioned that, 
there's thousands of organizations out there just chomping at the bit to help veterans getting out. And oftentimes, sometimes they're hard to find, you know, sometimes they're hard to find, but usually it's going to be up to that veteran to find them. It's just going to be up to the veteran to go looking. It's up to the veteran to ask. You got to ask for help. You got to, you got to put yourself in front of people and get out there and meet and greet and make those contacts. It's not, no one's going to just come along and give it to you. That's, that's very true. And you know, like with soldiers sidelines, sometimes all we got to do is show up and just be who we are mm-hmm. and, you know, show up and be available, be available for anything that come our way, good or bad. Right. Right. Well, Hey Craig, um, good luck in, in your coaching ventures and, uh, stay in touch with us. Um, good luck down there in Southern California with the new move. And, um, I know, um, I don't think you mentioned it, but, um, your coaching, coaching career was dramatically affected by the whole COVID thing this year. So hopefully, uh, yeah. we'll get back. Everything will get back to normal next year and have more of a normal football season. It'll happen until then. Just perfecting my craft and educating myself as much as possible. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds good. I appreciate you sharing your story and good luck to you and look forward to your future success. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You bet. All right. Keep doing the good stuff. All right. These two veterans are Oscar Mike. Thank you for listening to veteran on the move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.